Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 535. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will show you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. Uh, I have um, a lot of Bible reading, and I'm going to expound on the Word of God because a lot of people read uh, the Bible as though they're reading a newspaper. Or a lot of people thrive on comic books these days. That's why there's so few people that have any wisdom or real knowledge of the word of the living God. Wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, the Bible says, is the beginning of wisdom. Well, you just can't see uh, that, uh, you know, to have a God that you have to fear. Well, it doesn't make any difference what kind of a God you want. Uh, you've got the God that is, and there's no other God but him, and he's the one that you're going to have to face whether you like it or not. And so you can have all kinds of attitudes about God and his word, and you don't like this, you don't like that, or you don't believe this, or you don't believe that. But I can assure you that if you read the Bible uh, long enough, it's like this beer, Bill uh, Moyer or they say pronounce it Mars or something. I think that's where he's at. Is he's a space cadet. He's up at Mars someplace. He stated that very few people read the Bible. What does the Bible say? Well, that's what he ought to do is to read the Bible so that he can see that the things that are going on in the world today are the very things that the Bible said would be happening just before Jesus comes back to earth again. Believe me, the Lord's coming back to earth again, or I would have never left the lucrative career that I left out in the world. Uh, you know, I'm not bragging, but I'm just telling you what I left and consider it to be nothing but hog dung. Okay, because uh, I was asked to do the promotion for the entire Democratic Party. And, of course, at that time, I didn't know anything about um, politics. Or, and I didn't care to know anything about them. I thought they were all a bunch of baloney artists. And that's what I still feel about them today. But I feel that they're worse than that because they're sinister. Uh, they don't really mean what they're saying. They're just saying what they know to say that would tickle the ears of people so that they would vote for them. But uh, there is very, uh, I don't know of any one of them that are saying anything uh, that is uh, truth or that there's not going to be any major good changes at all. As a matter of fact, every new time a president is voted in, uh, the world condition becomes worse and worse. And how could it be anything different anyway when the rest of the world wants to see America go down the tubes, uh, especially Rome? And so, uh, But Rome wants to use us for our military power uh, Russia and China and the United States of America have all of the military power and they want to, if a person or a nation doesn't want to become uh, democratic or have a d democracy, uh, uh, which is headed by the Catholic cult. Now, some of those people on the Bill Moyer show, uh, or he's spelled like Maher or something, but it's pronounced Mars, I guess somebody told me. But there isn't any greater insult I hear that you can say about people but to pronounce their name wrong.
And so that's how little regard I had for this man. But this, uh, uh, that uh, program uh, teaches people, uh, they just let anybody on, that nobody's going to, uh, uh, just, uh, that knows anything about the Bible and that just in case it's true, we're going to not talk bad about it, except this Mars. He's a comedian. And the Bible says that comedy would be exalted in those last days and even sports. That's all people really want to hear of is sports and to go to the comedy store. The Bible says mirth. What doeth it? What does it do? They tell a bunch of jokes, and then you go back into your um, horrible fears of terrorism and disease and the wrath of God coming down on this earth already. And you never know from one moment to the next that you're going to be alive. And so the best thing for you to do is really listen clearly today on... Um, the Word of God. I've got some music to do today and also some letters. And uh, hopefully you'll be well pleased with this program. It doesn't cost you anything, but what it does is it gives you the ways and the means of how to receive eternal life, how to spend eternity in heaven and to stay out of hell. And as I was saying, I'm glad that I got saved I own a Beatles album. I've been offered uh, $50 million to $100 million for it. And I won't sell it just to prove to people that I'm not in the ministry for money and love nor money. You couldn't uh, pay me. There isn't enough love or money in this world to pay me enough to take the abuse that uh, I've taken since I've been in the ministry. But am I upset about that? Absolutely not, because... Uh, the Bible said that all that live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. People will lie about you just as they did the prophets, Jesus, and the apostles. Uh, they put you to death just because you're telling them the truth. And I look forward to that because, um, you know, that's what's going to happen. Because I'd rather to be absent from the body. That means the spirit's in the body. It's going to leave one of these days. And to be absent from the body is to be with the Lord. And to be with the Lord is a lot better than being here on this mud ball called the world or the uh, this uh, earth. So, um, so we've got music and uh, letters. And right now, let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint this service. Father, pour out your spirit upon this program on myself. Use me, Lord, to bring forth your words. Let your words enter into me and so that they can be dispensed through my mouth. Lord, in Jesus' name. And I pray that you'll destroy the works of Satan. We mustn't forget about praying that because I know that you don't love Satan. You hate him. And I, I knew as well, we're supposed to love good and hate evil. And Satan is the most evil creature in the world and all those that fell away with him. And also those that follow him are evil creatures. We're supposed to serve you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind and our strength. And that includes trying to better 
the entire church system. I'm talking about born-again Christians, not Catholics, because they're not really a church. Uh, they're the church, the synagogue of Satan. And Lord, I ask that you uh, open up the heart, the spirits of everyone, and the minds to receive that uh, word which you have prepared for everyone to receive at this time in their lives from the very foundation in the world. And I ask it, Lord, that their souls would be saved in the church, strengthened in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. And all right, I'm going to sing a song for you now, and it's, um, I, uh, I love this arrangement. It uh, was a very good friend of mine who passed away years ago. And um, we'll just go ahead and sing it for you. It's with our church orchestra and uh, choir. And Joe Leahy, who was the arranger, did a lot of arranging for Pat Boone, used to run his studio for him. And that's one of the studio that I recorded half of Rovan's record and also <clears throat> TT&G in Hollywood. But here I am to sing for you with our orchestra and choir, I'll Walk With God. I'll walk with God from this day on, His helping
praise the Lord. What a wonderful orchestra and choir that was. And when some persecution came, a lot of them just fell away uh, from the Lord and never returned back to the Lord, which goes to show there's no such thing as once saved, always saved. If anyone knows that, I know that I've seen people miraculously saved. And uh, the Bible states that after we're saved, we have to continue on until the end. We, have, we must continue on to the end in order to be saved. We can't be saved and then sing a few pretty songs and spiritual songs or do some good things for the Lord and then fall away and expect to go to the kingdom of heaven. A lot of people think that. Even people that were children of great prophets of the Lord. Moses' brother Aaron had two children and God burned them up because they were no good. Just because you're the son or a daughter. And I've seen people, <clears throat> friends of mine in the mission field on the beach area in Santa Monica, they had a daughter that was shacking up. And she said, well, he said, she's past 21 years old, so there's nothing I can do. I told him, Kenny, this um, gospel is for all ages. You have to continue reproving and rebuking people. And he was even allowing her to be shacked up with a person right in the, uh, his uh, mission there on the beach. And she was the, uh, this man that she was shacking up with was smoking pot and so was she and they were taking pills and everything well god took uh, his life and also took the life uh, of his wife because they thought that because the fact when they hit 21 in other words our standards are the same as the federal government or something no it doesn't make any difference who you are or who you think you are i saw susie's daughter my wife's daughter she was uh, a born of what I, uh, what, uh, I thought was the most uh, powerful woman on the face of this earth. And uh, she ran away and was having sexual intercourse with different people on the beach over on Haight-Ashbury area in San Francisco. And even got pregnant by a man that, uh, a young man that was the, the, um, son of a English character actor that was quite famous, uh, Sir uh, uh, Lawrence Oliver. And uh, he said, look, she just kept pestering me to, to the point to her. I mean, it's just, she kept pushing the issue and pushing it. And he said, I'm really sorry. I mean, he was like a forthright person. And I said, I know that she's uh, a, a pig, really. And it's not, you know, you did it, and so there's nothing, and you don't have any money. And so uh, then she ran away from home and was getting on drugs. And so, so I put her in the Silmar Detention Center uh, to keep her out of trouble because the law then was if there's a runaway uh, person, boy or girl, under the age of 16, you have to report them, and if you don't, then you go to jail. So I told Sue, you know, we have to report her, and uh, because uh, they're just laying traps for us, and that girl is possessed with the devil. 
She wasn't my daughter. She was uh, the daughter of Saul Leibowitz, uh, a gangster. As soon as he didn't know years before that he was a gangster and she had this child. And uh, he, she just copied what he was doing rather than what his godly mother was doing. And so she started after Susie died, she came in immediately for the, for some inheritance. But of course, Susie doesn't have any inheritance and either do I. In other words, uh, no, this isn't like a worldly organization. Everything belongs to the people of the church. And uh, also we distribute literature and that's what we're all about. If there was any money, it would go to winning of souls and that's just the way we operate and uh, that's the way that the the church of the lord started and that's the way it's supposed to continue on in the book of acts it talks about the first church that all these people were saved thousands of them and what they did they knew to just give up everything in the world so they sold what they had and they just donated it to the apostles so that the apostles could give out food to people that needed everyone was under the commonwealth of the kingdom of heaven because they all became the kingdom of heaven and so do you if you are uh, received the kingdom of heaven into your heart now the bible said that all things were made by jesus uh, uh, it was made by him and for him and so therefore the kingdom of heaven is jesus he's everything he, Jesus, is the fullness of the Godhead bodily and in one body. And then because he came into the world and went through human life, then he surrendered his life over to the keeping of God's commandments and then went to the cross at the end of his ministry and uh, died there, shed his blood there so that our sins could be washed away that's the only detergent that can wash away sins. There's no other uh, person uh, or name given whereby we absolutely must be saved but the name of Jesus. And so then he ascended. Uh, he went to hell for us. And then he, uh, after three days and three nights, he ascended out of hell. And then uh, he... Uh, the boulder was moved away from the door of the mouth of the cave and he came out walking the king of kings and the lord of lords uh, there was like an earthquake and um, he conquered death hell and the grave and then he ascended a few days after that into heaven but before that he told his disciples who were saved because during the time that he had risen from the dead he went to the uh, apartment or room that they were all locked up in because they hadn't at that time believed that Jesus truly had risen from the dead but when he walked right through the walls and uh, he said I'm flesh and bone feel me you know put your fingers in the holes in my the nail prints in my hands and thrust your fist into my side and you'll see that I'm flesh and bone, not a spirit, and yet I'm God and I can do anything. I can walk through walls without hurting the walls. That's when even Doubting Thomas said, My Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, I'll never doubt you again. 
Then he ascended up into the kingdom of heaven before over 500 uh, people. They saw him ascend into heaven. And then he became the life-giving spirit. The Bible says a life-giving spirit, but there's no other spirit that gives life but him. So he is the life-giving spirit. And when you call on him, this life-giving spirit that conquered death, hell, and the grave, that spirit is so powerful that resurrected Jesus from the dead that it's powerful enough to give you the same power in the spirit if you believe, if you believe the entire word of God, which the Bible says is Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. He created everything by the word, by his word. His word is spirit and is life, eternal life. And so when you accept his spirit, you have eternal life. All you have now is mortal life. Your life is mortal. That means you're just a mere mortal. But when you accept Christ into your heart, into your spirit, you become an immortal being. In other words, you're part immortal and you're part mortal. Your body is mortal. It's going to die. Or else it's going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye when the Lord appears in the sky coming back for this, this last time. And, but you're immortal, so you actually are a God-man or a God-woman. You've got God in you, mingled with your spirit, and you're no longer a mortal being. Only your body is mortal, it'll die. But if the same spirit that dwelled in Jesus that raised him from the dead is in you, you also will raise from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit on the last day, and you'll live in the kingdom of heaven forevermore. Now, the kingdom of heaven, you have to be in the kingdom of heaven while you're here on earth, because uh, then the commonwealth will be distributed to you. Everybody in the whole church has the same thing. I mean, you have plenty of food. You don't uh, really have to pay the bills because the pastor, the Lord sends the money in if you're all doing his will. And the person that's in charge of taking care of all the bills, which is uh, a staff that I have in the office, and uh, I tell them they run the list to me and I tell them what to pay. And we're currently paid uh, up into the March of uh, 2008 so we're ahead with our bills and we don't owe any credit cards that I know of and uh, that's because we're of the commonwealth of the Lord because we serve the Lord and if you serve him with all your heart soul mind and strength that means that you're not you don't have your mind really on anything else because you know that there's no profit in that God isn't going to profit you by keeping your mind on something else He's only going to profit you if you have your mind totally on him. And so I have to focus on him in order to be able to get the messages to preach to you. And if you don't uh, realize that um, uh, the Holy Spirit, when it's being presented to you by the Holy Spirit, well, then you're dead. And the Bible says that the dead know nothing, so that means you don't know anything. It isn't that you don't know much. It's that the Bible says the dead know nothing. So without the Spirit, the kingdom of heaven, the 
infant Jesus entering you. He has to enter you as an infant, and you have to receive him as an infant. And then build on him on a daily basis with the word of God, and you'll start growing. But if you just stay at the same position, you don't want to learn anything, you don't want to expand, you just want to be the same person you were uh, 20 years ago when you joined the ministry or 30 years ago, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're going backwards. You're a dwarf, not only backwards, you're a dwarf and you're never going to grow. Now I take a little swig of coffee here. Well, you say coffee's banned for you. Let's not get into that issue right now. The Bible says it isn't the coffee that enters your body that defiles the body. It's what comes out of your face or your mouth that defiles the body. So all the uh, things that come out of my mouth are instructions of how to succeed in business so that you can tithe and give offerings unto the Lord and also to the rest of the Bible. The Bible says, whatsoever you put your hand to, do it with diligence, vigilance, to do it with all your might. And I just don't see people doing that today. And therefore, you're breaking one of the commandments of the Lord. And um, like this Bill Mars or Mayor, Mayor or whatever he is, Mayor or Femare, you don't know because it doesn't seem as though he cares whether people call him a fag. And that's the kind of language he uses on this program. Um, you know, he, he he just thinks that everything is a joke because he's a joke. He's a comedian. and um, But he's not funny to me. He's sort of like very um, a sad person, very sick because he's going to hell and he doesn't even know it. That's why I'm picking him out this week to preach to because the poor man needs to be saved. Amen? Amen. He needs to be born again of the Spirit. We're born into this world as a human being, but a human being can't get you into the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to read that right in just a minute here. It's a, we have to be in Jerusalem because Jerusalem is higher than Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay? It's much higher. Uh, verse 23, or 26, rather, of the fourth chapter of the book of Galatians states, But Jerusalem, which is above, is free. What does that mean? Which is the mother of us all. Does anybody know what that means? I do. Do you? Nobody knows. They're speechless. But because that's why I guess I'm the pastor. Okay, so Jerusalem, uh, we is a um, symbol, a figure, or a type of the New Jerusalem. A amen? amen? The New Jerusalem is in heaven, folks. And the new Jerusalem is comprised of born-again Christians. So it says, but Jerusalem, which is above in the kingdom of heaven. Oh, now you know. Okay, you want to come over and tell it? <laughs> it's above. is free. Free from the bondage of Satan. 
uh, because it doesn't sin anymore. The New Jerusalem is actually the Bride of Christ. And the Bride of Christ is without sin, without sin. It's spotless, without wrinkle, and without spot. So therefore, it is free from sin, which is the mother of us all. Because we're born out of the out of this world we uh, we're not born in other words like i've mentioned this before many times where um, adam had a wife but his wife didn't come from being born of a mother and the lord took a rib out of adam's rib cage and then put some uh, heart in there and the, and the, the flesh and everything and made her uh, his wife and the wife of Jesus comes out of his body because Eve and Adam sinned but Christ never sinned and so therefore his wife is pure clean white free from all things now this Bill Moyer saying why the commandments are stupid the Bible is stupid no Moyer or Mars, whatever your name is, you're stupid. You said, does anybody read the Bible? Well, by you saying that shows that you don't, so you don't know what you're talking about. And everybody in your audience is just as stupid as you because they were applauding what you were saying. But Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. We have to be begotten by the Holy Spirit. So uh, the wisdom, the fear of the Lord, uh, is part of being our mother. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. Amen? Amen. So that's the mother. If you uh, fear God, you're going to do what he says. Now, I remember in the office I I never had any fear of God or anybody else. I didn't care if I died or what, because I don't care. I don't know anything before I'm born, and I'm not going to know anything after I die. Well, the Lord came in there and showed me that he is very much alive, and he was showing me his power, how that he knew everything that's in the entire world, and he started closing off my ears and shutting off my entire uh, feelings of anything, but he was talking through my whole body. Stand upon your feet and tell, I am the Lord thy God. Stand upon your feet and tell these people in this room about the Lord Jesus Christ that he's coming back to earth again or thou shalt surely die. And uh, I thought I was going crazy, so it happened again. And that's, uh, he opened up my mind and made me know there was a heaven and a hell. And he says, doubt not, I am the Lord thy God. Now stand up on your feet and tell these people in this room about the Lord Jesus Christ. So I started to try to get out of the room, and my I felt this, my soul leaving my body and going back in my body and back and forth. And that puts a fear of God into me. And therefore, I never wanted to know about any kind of promo again. I never, I once I know that God is there, now don't try to sell me anything. Don't lie to me because I won't believe it. Don't try to come up against me because you're not capable. I have the fear of the Lord, and therefore I keep his commandments. You're not going to tell me anything. 
If you don't believe in God, you don't have any fear of him, I know who you are. You're a nothing. You're a nothing. And believe me, I really thought I was something before, because I was uh, the big half uh, of the record industry in the promotional field. And nobody dared get in my way. Get out of my way. Somebody had tried to preach to me, and I'd just stand there and smile at them if there were little girls singing there and stuff, or uh, I'd try to get their attention to see if they would flirt back. And when they did, I knew they were nothings because they're just like the other girls in the world. And I was so sick and tired of the females of this world because I knew they were nothing more than pigs in my eyes because I never knew any decent female in my entire life. And so I just, whenever I they would start kind of flirting back, I would just stick my tongue out of it and just take off. <laughs> Or I'd go a ninny, you know, with my ears. You phony, you stinking phonies, you. You're nothings. But I've been set free now because I have the fear of the Lord. And that's the mother of us all. For it is written, rejoice, uh, thou barren, that be uh, bearest not, you don't have any children. You can't. Uh, there's something wrong with inside of you that you don't have children. You're barren. But that's no big deal, the Lord says, because you're supposed to rejoice if that happens. Break forth and cry. Thou that travailest not for the desolate, the ones that don't have any children, have many more children than uh, she which hath an husband. Well, what, what does that mean? That means the soul winner wins more souls, and those become your spiritual sons and daughters. And so rejoice about that because there's people, even like Susie Alamo, that had children but all of them turned out to be weasels. And I've done everything in my power to try to win them and try to keep them from getting killed and uh, try to keep them from uh, overdosing on drugs, but it didn't do any good. Now she lives a life of uh, suing people. Uh, she's uh, And then she made up stories that I was dragging Susie around with me in an automobile in it with a trailer behind me. That was not at all uh, true. There's nothing that the you see. What the government does is they do keep doing a series of smear campaigns on you. They smear your name and make up all kinds of lies. So when the public try to get to your website, they see some of these smear campaigns that they do because what I'm doing is really smearing them with the truth. And so they have no truthful thing to say about me or any other true born-again Christian. Uh, and uh, so what they do is smear you. They say, they mention all kinds of things that you did and which you didn't do at all. And then they want to get you into prison. They uh, sent me to prison. They could, they tried a hundred times to get me in prison at least. 
Even Clinton tried to have me killed to shut my mouth up because he's a puppet of the Pope. And the Pope wanted me to shut my mouth. So him, Clinton, and the old man Bush, they did everything in their power to destroy me. They hired uh, John Peeler to kill me. And Peeler went to the church, around my church, and around all the people and found out that I was, the words he used was squeaky clean that the things that they were saying about me were absolutely false. So that's neither here nor there, really, because all I'm doing is trying to get you into the kingdom of heaven. They lied about uh, the prophets. They lied about Jesus. They lied about the apostles. But anyway, I'm going to stop right now because uh, we have a couple of letters here to read about. Four of them, actually. Go ahead and start out sharing them. This is from Munich, Bavaria, Germany. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo and Ministry, greetings to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How are you doing? We are doing fine by God's grace. We are so happy about the literature you send to us. We would kindly ask you if you could please send us ten copies of the Messiah book and also ten Bibles for our brothers who have just come to the Lord so that they can also be ready with the word of God. May the Lord bless and strengthen you always. Pastor Andre Schoen from Munich, from Bavaria, Germany. Well, one of the things I want to say is the reason they do the smear campaigns because one of these days they're going to try to figure something out to where they come and, come and arrest you and then they pick a jury that's been reading your website with all these smear campaigns in it and they'll say, now we got a chance to really get him. Let me tell you something. You do that and your life isn't worth two cents because the Lord will, not by, maybe by man or anything, but he'll give you cancer or leukemia or somebody that you love if you believe their smear campaigns. These people are the rottenest, murdering bunch of devils that ever lived on the face of this earth. And so if you're going to believe them and not a person that's bringing you eternal life, immortality to you, then you're no good. And God will rid this world of you. I'm not worried about what you can do unto me because I know that God uh, can kill a person's body and throw their soul to hell. Satan can kill you, but he can't send your soul to hell. If you're saved, you're not going to hell. Okay, then what, Sharon? You lettered, where's this one from? From Montebelluna, Italy. Dearest Father in Christ, Calvary greetings to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls me the Father. I hope he doesn't think that I'm the Pope, <laughs> just because I'm the world pastor. I'm not the Pope, folks. <laughs> okay, what else? How are things with you and the brethren with you? Excellent. I do hope things are fine. Please they are. Just wonderful. Then what? Please keep on moving. Don't worry about that. Once more, I want to say a million thanks for the Bible and other literature you mailed to me in times past. Now, while it remains seed time and harvest, I do hereby plead that you mail us here some more copies of your Bibles and literature. While looking through your write-ups, I saw some interesting food for thought and messages that are very worthwhile. Please send us your literature from the years 1982 through 1991, 1993, and 1997. Shall, sir, we shall be grateful if you will. The peace of the Lord be richly multiplied towards you. Yours in him, Victory Igbenedion.
from Montebelluna, Italy. Oh, okay. You have something else now. Yes, from Nigeria, Africa. Okay, go ahead. Dear sir, I sincerely appreciate your holy and godly commitment towards reaching out to the world of the lost with the gospel. You have impacted many lives through your world-read world read newsletters, the Messiah book, tape messages, preaching and teaching CDs, Bibles, and other materials. You proved that you are a father, pastor, and friend to me, and all those that will have like understanding. Your commitments are sound, radiating, and inspiring. I must confess to you that after the Trinity, you take the next order of priority in my life and ministry. God has an awesome call upon my life to reach out to the world with the gospel. I'm called to restore the missing glory of sound doctrines and holiness. After a thorough and deep relationship with God in prayer, I move to write to you to apply for affiliation with your ministry. It is my belief that your commitment to support this newborn ministry of God places you in right standing with God to have your own needs met. Finally, as I look forward to read and hear from you, I'm wishing you a fresh anointing from on high, rapid church growth, inexhaustible grace, deep commitments for sure, enthusiastic dedication, many causes for jubilation, and much more far beyond your wildest dreams. Your son and associate distributor, Lucas Israel, from Plateau State, Nigeria, Africa. Okay, do you have a short one now? Yes. Okay, let me hear that. That'll be it for the letters. Just I got more to say here from the Word. From India, dear beloved brother Tony Alamo, greetings in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe. I received your parcel of world newsletters, and we so much enjoyed distributing them among our Indian people. We have already distributed your literature in titled The Sin of Unbelief, Dry Bones, Earthquake, The Messiah, In the Market, in Katrinai Kona. All the people were glad to receive your literature, and after reading it, they accepted Christ as their personal Savior. Praise the Sovereign Lord. I request you please send some more world newsletters and a statement of beliefs to distribute in various places during evangelism in the unreached areas. Many people in India are asking for your soul-winning literature, so please send some soon as possible. We'd like to distribute your literature continuously. We're praying for your ministry. Please commemorate us in your prayers. In Christian love, J. Daniel Raju from uh, Gedanapali, India. All right, everybody pray for these Christians that are really uh, valiantly distributing the literature. That's because it wins souls by the millions, this literature, and you should become distributors yourself. All right, back to the fourth chapter of um, the book of Galatians. I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit by listening to Robert Aguri preach from the third chapter of Galatians. There was just, it's just so miraculous. I started receiving holy laughter when I heard him explain, you started out by faith, you foolish Galatians, and now do you think that God is going to honor the, your judgment uh, or your law of the way things are to be done now that you just make up in your mind what you think you're supposed to do and uh, not just follow him by faith. Of course we have to do work, but really not us. We're supposed to allow Christ to work in us. This means that you have to communicate with him to be able to 
you have to ask him, what is it do you want me to do today? And then open your ears to listen to him because if you don't, he gets very uptight because if you think that he's not capable of talking, then that means you don't have any faith at all. And if you don't have faith, you're lost. Because by faith we're saved and by doubt we're damned. And if you doubt the Lord to where he can't answer you, because there's so many people, even in my own church, say, well, I said, did the Lord talk to you today? And they said, they look at me like I'm crazy or something. And uh, he doesn't talk to them because they don't believe that he can talk. The whole Bible is his words. And because they're spirit in their life. And so therefore, if you doubt that, you may smile about that, but your soul is going to spend eternity in hell for doubting. The doubters are the ones that are damned. Okay, now, so uh, a lot of people don't catch on. For, for the desolate woman, the woman that can't have children has many more children. Many more. Do you know what? Many more. I mean, that could be millions of children. I uh, have preached the gospel, and I have reports where I've won literally millions and millions of souls. So I've had ten children by uh, natural. Before I was saved, I was married uh, two or three times. Now the Christians say, well, that was not of the Lord. No kidding. Of course it wasn't of the Lord. You're not supposed to get divorced, but uh, I just uh, didn't care about anything about the Lord until that day where the Lord came down in that office and uh, put the fear of God in me. And so, uh, but I had children by those uh, women. And, um, and Susie and I were married for 17 years until death did we part. All right, and so I've been married now for 18 years to another woman who bore Zion. Okay, so, but I've won so many more than 10 souls have brought them into the world. Some of the ones that I brought into the world are not of the Lord at all. They don't serve the Lord. Um, I have, you know, I'm not supposed to make them do. I'm supposed to tell them what they're supposed to do, what the Bible says, and then they're supposed to do it. But God, even God doesn't force people to do things as the United Council of Churches, which is head by the, headed by the Vatican. They force you or they kill you. That's wrong. That's not of the Lord at all. So the soul winner has many more children than uh, the woman which has a husband. Many, many, many more. Just you like to say many, many, many moons. Now, we brethren, he's talking to the Christians, we brethren as Isaac. First it was Abraham, then Isaac and Jacob. And Isaac had twins, his wife did. And so now we, brethren, as Isaac, because we're of the Lord, as Isaac was. Isaac was the miracle child because he came out of a dead woman's womb. 
in a dead man's loins. We as uh, Isaac was, whereas Isaac was, are the children of promise. God promised Abraham and uh, his wife, Sarah, that she, she, not a bondwoman was going to have a child. Bondwomen have child children every day, but that doesn't mean anything because the Jewish, the entire Jewish population was pulled right out of a dead man's loins in a dead woman's womb. Okay, and so uh, now we brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. The Lord said if we come to the Lord, he promises that we'll be saved. And so even though uh, Abraham and Sarah were too old to have children, God promised that they would have a child. And it happened, just as God said. And the Lord, he says, if we come to Christ, we're going to be born again in the Spirit. He says, if we preach the gospel under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, not our own spirit, or by the latter, which kills, but by the Holy Spirit, we're going to win more souls than anybody in the world. But as then, we so we're children of the promise. But as the then... He that was born after the flesh uh, persecuted him that was born after the Holy Spirit. Even so, it is now. So the people that are comedians and they're on TV programs and they have their audience because... The comedian is jive and bojive, and everyone that follows a jive and a bojive person is jive and bojive themselves, because he's not funny. So, uh, yes, we are uh, persecuted by people that are of the flesh. Nevertheless, what saith, what does the scripture say? Cast out the bond woman and her son. Get them out of here. For the, because they don't believe the scriptures. They don't, they're not of the spirit. They're the spiritual people believe the Holy Spirit. But the people that are of the flesh, they only believe the flesh. For the son, of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the uh, free woman, the one that is spiritual. Verse 31. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, Hagar, but of the free woman. We're really of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives you power and freedom to serve the Lord. But if you are of the bondwoman, you're not of faith. You just think that everything is just drab and everything's going to be the same every day. And you're not instant in season or out of season, but you're just a flaky, carnal person. And you don't have any concern to want to be spiritual. Well, then you never will. You're a doubter. That was the end of chapter 4. 
And that's the end of um, the time that I have today to preach the gospel and to teach it. So what I'd like you to do is at the end of every program, I give everybody an opportunity to be uh, filled with, uh, to be uh, saved, born again of the Spirit. And the way you do that is uh, you simply, do you want to be born again of the Spirit? That means I'm going to beget you. Some people said there's so many begets in the Bible. That just means that you were the father of. Okay, that's just so simple. And they can't understand that because the carnal person cannot understand any bit of the Bible. But the Lord gives you, if there's a preacher that's preaching according to the Holy Spirit, who gives you enough faith to be able to receive that. He'll open up your heart, your mind, your spirit to receive it. And the way that you receive the kingdom of heaven, which is the infant Christ, is to say this prayer. Say this prayer to the Almighty God. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the blood that you shed for me on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word, which is spirit and it's life, eternal life, says so. Your word says that everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. And I know that you have answered me. And I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal soul. Now, just praise and thank the Lord and continue reading the King James Version of the Bible and can keep tuning in for another broadcast tomorrow. Sharon, tell them uh, how to receive a copy of this program, number 535. It's free of charge, including the postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. Again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse uh, message that is going to get you on the stairway to the kingdom of heaven and build you up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. All right, here's uh, Joe Leahy again, my one of my very my favorite arranger to play uh, back me up with uh, this uh, song, our orchestra and choir. I believe, and I really do, folks. Strength. 
Believe.